Welcome to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. In this program, Marty discusses waterfowl and upland bird hunting, as well as the clay target shooting sports with some of the top industry leaders and shooting pros from around the world. If you're just starting out or you've been hunting and shooting for years, we'll have wing and clay target news and information that you can use. Now, here is your host, Marty Fisher. And welcome to another Wing and Clay Nation radio show, and I am really happy to be here. We have got a remarkable show tonight. Uh, lots of things going on. Uh, I've got a guest that's coming up, a really good friend. He owns a place in southwest Illinois, if you will. Uh, I guess it's southwest, uh, just north of St. Louis, a place called Harpo's Heartland Lodge. And I'm going to tell you, when we start talking about that place, you make sure that you write down the, the contact information because it's a place if you're a wing shooter, bird hunter, deer hunter, you name it, believe me, you want to go there. But, hey, <clears throat> before we get into talking to Gary, let's, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. We like to always do that. Uh, I want to tell you the first segment of our show is brought to you by a new sponsor that I announced a week ago, the Crushable Vault. And what a great product this is. You know, sporting clays and skeet shooting and trap shooting and, and hunting and all of that stuff are in full swing now. And people are traveling. And when you travel, you've got to carry your guns somehow. I, I spent the better part of my lifetime trying to figure out what to do, try to, you know, putting blankets over the top of my gun cases, you know, as I had them in the truck, um, you know, wouldn't dare put him in the in the bed of the pickup truck, and you know that was that was a no no. You know, I thought about doing the stuff with the sliding, with the sliding drawers and stuff like that, but you know that took away space in the in the back. So, yeah, I figured there had to be a better a better way. And and of all things, came across this this product, the Crushable Vault. And I'm going to tell you something. You can get a box cutter, and you might can cut into that 600 denier nylon that covers it, which is going to protect your gun cases, but you can bring a bolt cutter, you can bring anything you want to, and you're going to have no luck. Uh, what a great product this is, and, and um, you know, we're going to talk about these, you know, as we go down the road, but I can tell you, right now, the Gator Cup Sporting Clays shoot is going on down in Okeechobee, Florida, and you know what? There are 500 shooters at that event, and almost every one of them is staying off-site at a hotel or something like that. And when they get to that that hotel, they're trying to figure out, what the heck do I do with my guns? Well, the crushable vault is a great option to protect those firearms. Check them out, folks. Crushablevault.com. I can promise you, you're going to really like what you see. And take a look at that new product that they've got out, the Ballistic Field Vault Collection. Uh, it's a it's very very well priced and I can tell you it'll protect those gun cases and you don't have to worry about a thief taking your guns any longer. So hey, check those guys out. I mentioned the Gator Cup. What a great event that is going on at uh, Quail Creek Plantation down in South Florida. My good buddy Fred Fenizi and his wife Maria run that operation. I uh, was was blessed to to do the design of the first sporting clays course there. And they have really done a remarkable job with that. And um, 
that event's going on right now. Uh, the, the next big shoot uh, that's coming up for Sporting Clays uh, is the Ducks Unlimited Continental Shoot. That's out in Las Vegas. And my gosh, everybody wants to go to Las Vegas. Uh, February 21st to 25th at the Clark County Shooting Park. Uh, if you have not had a chance to visit that facility, please do so. You're going to be very, very impressed. And, you know, I designed the two sporting clays courses that are there that they're shooting, they'll be shooting on in that event. And the beauty of that is when you're on those clay courses looking back toward the south, you're looking right at the skyline of Las Vegas. It really is a beautiful place. And what a great shoot and a, and a, and a, a great organization to support. DU Continental Shoot. <clears throat> and then finally, in Sporting Clays, the Seminole Cup, which has been around for, gosh, going on uh, a quarter of a century. February 28th to March 4th, uh, you know, not too far south of me. I, you know, I live in the Savannah, Georgia area. This thing is down uh, in Woodbine, Georgia, which uh, is not not too far away at all. But what a great event that is, February 28th to March 4th. Uh, if you're looking for Sporting Clays events, Go to mynsca.org, and that'll get you into the National Sporting Clays Association site. And uh, they can tell you a little bit about all of the events that are coming up. And one other one that I do want to mention, because it's time to start signing up for that, uh, April 8th through the 15th, the U.S. Open shoot, which is generally, other than the national championship, almost always one of the largest shoots that, uh, that you can go to. That's at Coyote Springs in Tucson, Arizona this year. In April, it uh, should be really, really comfortable out there. For skeet shooting, uh, the Blossom Skeet Classic is coming up uh, March 14 to 17. That's at the National Shooting Complex out in San Antonio. For skeet shooting events, mynssa.org will take you to their site where you can, can see where all of the upcoming events are going to be held and what the dates are. And then finally, uh, for the trap shooters. And, you know, uh, trap shooting is wide open in Arizona and Florida right now because it's warm in those two states. And uh, the Florida State Championship is going on at the Silver Dollar Club in Odessa, Florida. This weekend, uh, the Arizona State is at the Tucson Trap and Skeet Club out in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, one other thing that you might <clears throat> want to note are a couple of events that, that you've got to put on a calendar because they are well worth attending. The U.S. Open for the uh, Trap Shooting Association is May 29 to June 2nd. That's at the World Shooting and Recreational Complex in Sparta, Illinois. And the Grand American, the granddaddy of them all. And, you know, when you, you're talking 5,000 shooters, folks. Can you imagine that 5,000 competitors showing up for a week a little more than a week, actually. It's July 31st through August the 10th. And uh, what a great facility that World Shooting Complex is. So uh, make some plans to go up there. The vendor row there is worth going to. You don't even have to fire a shell, but you will have an absolute blast going up and down. So about, you know, about a mile, mile and a half of nothing but but vendors that uh, that cater to the wing and clay shooting industry and uh, just just fabulous so uh, give those give those events a look um, shootata.com is the uh, trap shooting association website it's worth taking a look at 
Uh, what else is going on in the Wing and Clay news? Oh, I came across something. I had not heard of this this shotgun, but, you know, everybody likes inexpensive semi-automatic shotguns. Well, the um, Legacy Sports Company, LegacySports.com, uh, has come out with a, a new, it's a Turkish-made semi-automatic uh, called the Pointer, Pointer Phenoma. And, you know, wow, what a, what a crazy name that is. But this thing comes in 12, 20, 28, 410, uses uh, the threads for Benelli and Beretta. Uh, it's a Turkish-made gun with a uh, MSRP under $650, so probably something to look at, LegacySports.com. Okay, let's see where we are. Um, coming up, I just want to let, uh, for, for clay shooters, uh, got some folks coming up in future shows. I want, want everybody to be paying attention. We will have this information uh, posted on our Facebook page, uh, you know, facebook.com slash wing and clay radio, and also at wingandclayradio.com, the official website of the show. Uh Folks that are coming up, and I know you you know, you guys want to listen to these guys, Wendell Cherry, Brad Kidd Jr., Bill McGuire, beautiful young lady, Halen Hanks, and I'm telling you, she's as sweet as she can be, but she is a terror with a shotgun in her hand. And um, I just spoke a couple days ago to my good buddy, John Kruger. Uh, John was the first inductee into the National Sporting Clays Association Hall of Fame, and John has agreed to come on the show. We'll have those announcements uh, as we're coming up, uh, you know, here in the not-too-distant future. But all that having been said, I've got Mr. Gary Harpole on the other line, and I want to at least introduce him before we, we go into a break here in just a couple of minutes. Gary, are you on the line? Can you hear me? Yep. Hey, Gary. Hey, how are you? Hey, buddy. I was hoping I was going to get you before we take our first break, but I, uh, we've got a couple of minutes to that point. And, you know, in, in that couple of minutes, before we really start talking about about the lodge and all of that, do me a favor. Tell me a little bit about Gary Harpole. Well, uh, you know, I'm an outdoor person, as you know. I've always grew up hunting, fishing. As long as I could walk, I've always enjoyed the outdoors and had a passion for it. And, uh, you know, I was blessed to grow up here in uh, Pike County, Illinois, and, experience some of the best hunting anywhere in the country if you like uh, deer hunting or wing shooting or turkey hunting or you know waterfowl as well and so just grew up in it and it's been a passion of mine all my life well you know i've i've been up there a couple of times <clears throat> hunting with you and and what really surprised me uh you know and i, fl- I would fly into st louis and you know and to drive up from from the st louis airport is you know it's, it's, it's actually pretty pleasant i mean you know you're riding along the you know the rivers you know there on the on the left hand side a good bit you know you come through these really nice little uh communities that are really cool but as we get closer and closer and closer to you and your lodge man i am stepping back in time and i know i am in a place where there is wildlife galore yeah it is an experience depending on which direction you come from if you're coming from the south and from the airports, like you mentioned, St. Louis is the closest major airport people fly into. And that trip, you can either come up the Illinois side or the Missouri side, actually, and you're going to see, you know, God's country when it comes to wildlife all the way here. And then when you get here, um, you know, I don't may be biased, but I think it's, you know, it's about as wonderful as it can get for, for the outdoors and hunting and just enjoying God's beautiful creation. 
Well, you know, and, and the beauty of it is you, <clears throat> as you get closer and closer to the lodge, you know, the 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 terrain and everything kind of changes. You know, you think of, of that part of Illinois as being totally flat. Well, that's not really the case. But I'll tell you what we're going to do, Gary. We're up on a break right now. So let's let's take this first break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Harpole's Heartland Lodge and all of the hunting opportunities that you have there. Folks, stay tuned. Gary Harpole and I will be right back after these messages. <laughs> The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email, wingandclayradio at gmail.com. That's wingandclayradio at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to this week's show. And welcome back, and I'm here with Gary Harpole, the owner of the Orbis-endorsed Harpole's Heartland Lodge in Pike County, Illinois, Nebo, Illinois, to be exact. And Nebo's not a really big town, but you know what? Come deer season and and bird season, duck season, and all of that, I think I think the lodge grounds are about as busy as uh, as Nebo is, Gary. I mean, you you've got a really busy place, and and to get to that, it you know that just doesn't happen overnight. So give me a little bit of history about the background of how you got this thing started, and and how it evolved over the years. Sure. You know, I grew up, of course, like I said earlier, hunting and fishing. And, you know, as a kid, I, I enjoyed coming, you know, down to my grand. I lived a little bit away, about an hour away from my grandparents, and I always enjoyed coming down to their house 
uh, and we would, we'd hunt, you know, my grandma would be cooking stuff and all the guys, you know, some of the guys would go out hunting and I look forward to that, you know, more than I did Christmas and my mom and dad could vouch for it. I mean, I couldn't, I got so excited as a kid coming down, just going hunting. We hunted everything. If it moved, we hunted it. If it was legal, we hunted it. I mean, coarse quail, uh, we hunted and, uh, pheasants we hunted and ducks we hunted and deer, of course, turkeys, um, rabbits, squirrels, raccoons, you know, you name it, uh, we, we chased them. And at the time, you know, I thought it was all about pulling the trigger. You know, it was all about shooting stuff as a kid. You can't wait to pull that trigger and shoot that gun. And, you know, my first squirrel, I'll never forget. I think I kept the tail of it for years and years. My mom finally threw it out. But, you know, it was just that was so exciting for me. And as I got older, you know, and, and I always look forward to opening day deer season or uh, coming down Thanksgiving and going quail hunting or whatever we could do. And I even got into training bird dogs and helping the local trainer and just loved, loved it. Um, but then as I've gotten older and, and looking back, you know, it wasn't about pulling the trigger at all. You know, it was about the time I spent with my grandfather who's passed down and my uncles and, and my cousins. And, you know, I remember my, more of those memories sitting around drinking coffee when I didn't even like coffee as a kid. <laughs> and I remember that more than I, and my grandfather would cook eggs after my grandmother, grandmother passed. <laughs> you put so much pepper on them. I mean, your eyes would water, but looking back now, those are the times that, you know, I, I remember he'd come down the hallway saying soup's on brother and that was about five o'clock in the morning during deer season and you know i'd get out of bed and we'd have coffee and eggs and my uncles would show up and we'd all head out and that's what i remember more than killing that big buck or shooting that limited quail or ducks or whatever well about the time i started the lodge um you know unfortunately my grandfather passed and uh you know it was a sad time in my life and, and i didn't think of it then but you know then we started having people showing up and as we were talking about earlier, this is my going to be my 25th hunting season. Uh, we started in 95 and we hunted that fall, and it's actually been 24 years, but it's been 25 hunting seasons. And one of the things I really realized this year is we've had families from all over the United States that have started their own tradition here at Hartnell Lodge, and some of those have been going on for 20, 22, 23, 24 years. One week this year, we had a group of guys that ran, and we went around the table and asked how long they'd been hunting with us. One guy's with his son, another guy was with some buddies, and one group was three generations that was with us. And I think it was like 22 years, 19 years, and 17 years, they made Hartman Lodge part of their tradition. You know, and it kind of just made the hair stand up on the back of my neck, and it made me realize that those traditions that I started at my grandfather's house um, many years ago when I was a little boy are being passed on now. Uh, through Heart and Lodge, and, you know, there's no greater satisfaction uh, for me than, than being a part of other people's traditions, you know, and that's <clears throat> that's what it's all about for me now, well, and it's been you a know, Garrett, to be a part of. Yeah, Gary, that, that, that's exactly right, and, and, and that leads me to something else. Um, you know, this is, a, the, the hunting business is a tough business to stay in and, 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 and make it work, and <clears throat> you have got to be doing some things at Heartland Lodge to have people come back for 22 consecutive years. You know, I mean, you know, when you think about that, uh, there are lots of places for folks to go. I mean, they, they're everywhere, and everybody's got a better mousetrap. You know, I mean, that, that's just the thing. So, you know, from a, from a lodge owner's perspective, what, what do you do that's, well, I won't say different, but what do you attribute that success to? I mean, there have got to be some things that, that really make that work. It's, you know, the number one thing is our, our people and our team. I mean, well, I give God, I always give God all the credit. Without him, it wouldn't have been possible. But, um, that should be our team and our staff. I mean, 
as you know, I mean, they, they are A1. They make me look good. <laughs> they are A1 from the, from the gals in, in my office to the guys out in the field to the cooks to the housekeepers. Um, you know, those are the ones that, that make us um, stand out, and they're all wonderful people. I think they're the best of the best. And, uh, well, and then you kind of, over time, you know, it didn't start out that way, Marty. You know, it started out as, you know, you learn and grow, but I think over time you attract those people, and the ones that are like that stay, the ones that aren't don't. And it really comes down to that's number one is, is our staff and our team and our housekeepers are great. Our maintenance guy, Larry, he's phenomenal. Um, so just everybody on our staff I'm proud of. And if it wasn't for them, you know, I wouldn't be here today for sure. Well, all I can tell you is I've, uh, you know, in the, the multiple times that I have been there and have pulled up to the dining table, I, I for the life of me, don't know why you don't weigh 300 pounds. I mean, well, I did. The, the, I did it once. That's why that door is so wide in there. <laughs> oh gosh, the the food is absolutely remarkable. But you know, you've you've got some things going on now, Gary. I mean, <clears throat> we've um, you know the the deer hunting season is over, and that's really you know, I mean, let's face it, Pike County, Illinois. That's that's a bread and butter in that county for you know for many 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 operations, and many people want to go to Pike County because it's got you know huge deer, uh, big racks. You know, you got a hundred sixty. 170 pound does walking around you know i mean those kind of things are, are almost frightening to me considering you know my does if i have one that weighs 100 down here you know it's a monster but you know uh, the the deer hunting there is 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 great but you've got you've got a wing shooting program that that i have i've i've found really second to none so tell me a little bit about that i mean the duck hunting uh, is really good and we and uh, the the upland bird you've got a a combo package with your waterfowl and your upland birds, and now we're into the spring snow goose season. So, tell me a little bit about that and how folks can can get in touch with you to come enjoy that. Well, you know the unique thing about Pike County, people may not realize because there's something you know all over the country, and then uh, is and Calhoun is right to the south, and we hunt both counties. They're right next to each other. It's like a V. You're right between the Mississippi Flyway or the Mississippi River, let's say, to start out, and the Illinois River. And if you follow hunting at all, you know, especially let's say with whitetails, they only say, you know, the biggest whitetails are killed in river drainages. Well, you have two of the largest, you know, river drainages in, in North America right here on each border of the county. Uh, it makes the, the, the soils fertile, has all the things that the, the, the whitetails need, and that's one of the reasons why Pike County has such huge deer. And, of course, then the locals do, you know, management. They pass up small bucks, and the deer, if not them age, they're going to get giant. You know, there's just no doubt about it. they got everything they need. And then go over to the wing shooting, you got both the Illinois and the Mississippi flyways for ducks. You know, you got the two of the major flyways coming down, uh, and they meet here right where we're at. So we're fortunate enough, we hunt both the Illinois and the Mississippi flyways. And then wing shooting, you know, it's been, you think about the Illinois prairies, um, you know, it's, it's been quail been here for generations um, hunting. It's been prairie grasses. Illinois prairie grasses are very well known. And then... I think Illinois was the fourth or fifth state that would introduce pheasants to, to, to America. So it, people don't realize it because the marketing has been mainly done on the whitetail, but the wing shooting is right there, if not better, than as good as the whitetail. And then snow goose is something that's really, you know, probably for everybody, has come on strong in the last five years. And um, we, we, we have a sweet spot for snow goose. And we actually hunt both the Illinois and Mississippi flyways. And one of the pits is literally five minutes from the lodge and 
you know, you either waterfowl in the fall, which people like, uh, or snow goose in the spring. This time it really, it's just now for the next 30 to 40 days, it's just starting to begin. And you can go out there and, you know, shoot a bunch of snow geese, hopefully, uh, in the morning or in the afternoon, whichever way it works out. Have lunch, and then you go out and shoot upland birds in the afternoon, such as the quail. You have different guides you hunt behind quality dogs both ways. And, I mean, to me, whether it's ducks and up in, in the afternoon or snow goose, uh, that's a perfect day to spend the day in the field. Well, it's it is remarkable, and I, I I've got to I've got to tell everybody a quick story. <laughs> when I was there, not this past season, but the season before, uh, you know, uh, Gary had uh, invited me up to to do my uh, If It Flies television show, and and we went up. Uh, we were going to shoot ducks in the morning, shoot the upland in the afternoon. So <clears throat> first morning we go out, and, and I mean, you talk about a cool blind. Uh, this was like a big container, I guess, like you know, uh, like a truck container that you see on the highway. This thing is buried down in the ground, and uh, it's this big, gigantic cornfield. And, you know, we got the mojos everywhere. We've got decoys in, in every imaginable uh, wind setup. And uh, you know we're out of the wind. We're down in the down in the blind. It's perfectly comfortable. And man, the ducks we uh, we shot mallards and, and pintail all morning. Uh, had a great breakfast. I mean, uh, uh, you know, our guide, you know, whipped up a, a a great breakfast burrito. And you know, about the time I got filled up on that, the next thing I know, I'm smelling cinnamon rolls cooking in the oven and. And so I had some had some cinnamon rolls and and uh, was hoping it were, wasn't going to mess up my um, my duck calling, and it didn't. And uh, you know we actually stayed a little bit longer because we were doing TV. And they said, "Hey, you're going to miss lunch, Marty. Why don't we, you guys like pizza? We'll order in some pizza." And, and doggone if they didn't bring pizza into the blind. Now that, my friend, is service with a smile, and that's that's what you get at at Harpo's Heartland Lodge. Well, yeah, and I go to the duck blind just for the food. <laughs> yes, and, and you know what? It's worth going, believe me, because that was, it was absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. But but I, but I, uh, I, we're, getting, we're coming up on another break, Gary. When we come back, uh, I, I want to talk to you a little bit. I want to let, let's 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 kind of break down how the how the snow goose hunt is and and how the the upland bird hunts are done and, and stuff like that. We'll talk a little bit about the dogs because, you know, that's a, that was a passion of yours years ago. You were, you were a big dog guy. And, uh, you know, we need, to, we need to just kind of throw out a little bit what an experience at Harpo's Hotland Lodge actually is because, you know, it's, it's really easy for me to sit here and, and talk about all of the, the cool things that I did. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm not there each and every day and, and seeing new people coming and going and coming and going. And, you know, you've got to be on your toes and you've, you've got to have, you've got to be on your game to, to make things right for these folks. So, Gary, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about what separates Harper's Hotland Lodge from all of these other guys out there. Folks, stay tuned. Wing and Clay Nation will be right back after these messages. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. 
Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Bullock. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside the minds of the players and coaches? We talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college sports. We'll review and preview this week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email. Wing and Clay Radio at gmail.com. That's Wing and Clay Radio at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to this week's show. And welcome back. And hey, you know, if you're a if you're a social media kind of guy, and uh, you know, I'm an old guy and I was not a social media guy, but I've, you know, by hook or crook have had to become one. Uh, you know, I was a I was a writer, you know, a magazine writer. I've been uh, written a couple of books and, uh, you know, a computer to me for the longest time was a glorified typewriter. But, you know, if you're a social media guy and I and I am now and I love to communicate with my listeners, um, WayneClayRadio.com is the uh, is the official website of the uh, of the show. Uh, if you're a Twitter person, twitter.com slash wingclaynation, facebook.com slash wingandclayradio, and then instagram.com slash wingandclayradio also. You know, I'm on all of those. Uh, please come in, like us, share, tell your friends. Uh, we want to make this a, a, a community of folks that live and breathe the wing and clay shooting nation as 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 we're talking about here. Now, I'm back with my good buddy, Gary Harpole. And Gary, you know, we've talked a little bit about the lodge and the, the great food and all of those types of things. But, uh, you know, you've got a, uh, you've got something going on here right now. You, and we still got until the end of March to, uh, you know, some guys are, are listening and want to put a little group together. Why don't you tell the folks a little bit about your combo hunting package. You've got waterfowl upland combo package that I find, you know, very, very enticing. I haven't done it on the snow geese yet, but the but the duck in upland was great. Now we're in snow geese. So let's talk about that for a second. Yeah, it's something that's really I think unique to us. I'm sure we're not the only people, but I think we're one of few that offer, you know, two wild uh waterfowl hunting and combo hunting with, with upland game. 
Um, you're not just stuck, you know, hunting geese all day, or you're not just stuck upland birds. Now, some guys want to hunt geese all day, and some guys want to hunt upland all day, and that's certainly an option that we do. Some guys just want to do one or the other, but a real unique and popular package is, is the combo pack, and we're really set up in, a, in another unique way where we could take different size of groups. If it's a smaller group and you kind of want to hunt, uh, you know, just yourself and not hunt with several other guys, then we can accommodate that with the combo package because, you know, the afternoons are just as good as the mornings here. And so, you know, sometimes we flip-flop it. So guys who just say, well, there's just a few of us. We want to have the pit kind of to ourselves. We can make that happen. Or we have enough pits and areas that it's a, if it's a larger corporate group um, that has 20 guys, which we've had, we just had a guy call and book a, a weekend in the fall for 20 of his clients and customers he wanted to bring in. Uh, we're able to accommodate that too, but by no means are we just some you know big corporate place. We we take individual hunters. We have single hunters as well. You know we value value every single person. So when they do a combo hunt, you know they come in and depending if they're hunting in the morning or the afternoon, um, snow goose. But you go out to the pit and like you described, I and mean, then we have food and breakfast and it's an experience in itself. And the, the pits have over uh, each one has over four thousand decoys. Uh, around it, so um, you know it's it's there's plenty of decoys and birds, and some even have more than that. Sometimes we have up to ten thousand decoys, just depending on what's going on. And you know you go out there in the morning, and and hopefully you shoot up a bunch of snow geese and and have a ball. Um, then you come in and have a real nice hot lunch, and then go out in the afternoon and hunt behind you know some of the best dogs and guides in the country. Well, and I will I will say this, and here's 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 something that really. Uh, excites me about that. You know, I've been on a bunch of these um, uh, snow goose hunts and stuff like that. And, and one of the things that that the uh, that the operation wants everybody to do is get out and put out decoys. You know, I, I don't think you've got to do that at Harpo's Heartland Lodge. I mean, uh, <clears throat> I think those decoys are are already professionally positioned. You know, and and the thing that that folks need to understand, and and here's why that here's why that works. It works because you're not shooting the same geese every day. Those geese are, are, are migrating. They're actually coming back north. They're looking for a place to, to sit down and, and voraciously feed. Then they're up and they're gone. Well, it won't be long. Here comes another bunch of geese. So that, that's really what makes leaving those decoys in position work. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's different than duck hunting in the fall. These snow geese are migrating through. They're not staying around uh, more than a day or two. They're feeding in the big agriculture fields. That's what we're hunting. Uh, I think it for granted people understand, but we're, we're hunting the river bottoms. We're hunting down in the Mississippi river bottom flats where they farm, and there's thousands and thousands of acres of agriculture. I was just down there driving the other day in the evening. I bet you I saw 100,000 birds flying in different groups just circling all the different grain fields down there, and a lot of them were right over our pit and, and our decoys, which was awesome. But, yeah, then they, they get up the next morning, and they may stay around for a day or so, but most of the time they're, they're heading north. They're not sticking around very long. Well, and, and one of the things about the about hunting those river bottom areas, it, it's, it's almost like a funnel. Uh, you know, because if you, go, if you go west of the Mississippi, it, it can be miles of nothing. Here, you, you've got those birds are actually kind of steered, if you will, into those areas where you're set up. And that, that's, a, that's a real blessing because, you know, they, they, they're not going to land in the trees. And, you know, let's face right. it, I mean, that, that part of the country's got, got a lot of trees in it, but, but it also have the, has these big 
long, beautiful grain fields that are, are still full of waste grain that the birds have to feed on. Yeah, it's like a funnel, really, and, and, and I hadn't thought of it that way, but you're absolutely right. You have the Mississippi uh, you know, River, then you have the bluff on each side of the river, which is Illinois and Missouri, and then it's probably, you know, as a, as a crow fly or a snow goose fly across the river, it's probably three miles, you know, so you're funneling those birds. It might not even be that far. It might be two miles, but you're funneling those birds, you know, between that those two river bluffs, and they're coming right up that river valley, so you're absolutely right. They're, they're funneled in an area, and they're going to be flying over your decoys. Well, and, you know, and, and, you know, if anybody that's ever hunted snow geese knows they fly really high, so they can see a long way from where, from the elevation where they're where they're flying, and they're fly, you know, they're flying in their, you know, in their, um, in their V's, and you know, they're migrating uh, uh, posture, and you know, when they find a spot that that looks inviting, and and obviously, you know, four or five thousand decoys. If it's going to look pretty inviting if I, if I were a, a goose. I mean, it's you know it's not like the not like this thing has a has a brain the size of of an apple. I mean, they are they're hungry, and when they get hungry, they're coming down somewhere. So you know, it's uh, the beauty of, of of what I'm hearing and 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 how I see that you're doing this really, you know, kind of separates what what Heartland Lodge is doing from the guys that are just out there having to bounce from field to field to field, hoping that they're, they're in the right spot. Because a lot of times they'll go, you know, they see birds and they say, oh, they were there yesterday. Let's go back there in the morning and maybe they'll be there. Well, they may or they may not be. And so, you know, I think you've got um, got a pretty good plan on how this how this is being done. So so talk to me a little bit about your, your upland. Now, I've got a lot of guys that listen to this show that are dyed in the wool, wild bird hunters and you know it, it's uh, it's hard to find a hundred percent wild birds anywhere i mean you can go out to south dakota but a lot of folks don't realize that the, that the state you know puts about a million birds into the population every year to you know to keep the population up so what what you do with with your management practices you've got a mix of early release and a lot of wild as well yeah, we're our upland program. We're really excited about it. We have every anything for any wing shooter. I mean, honestly, from the upland hunter who's just you know got his own dog and wants to do something with his own to the guy that needs you know fully guided hunt and everything in between. And we got a lot of exciting things that are that are rolling out uh, this year um, and this summer for next fall. I mean, we got some great hunts yet this year, just like you experienced. But we're even taking it. Marty, to another level that you haven't uh, experienced yet next fall. It's going to be some of the best dog work and guides uh, in, anywhere in the world. Um, we got some guides. We're getting some. Uh, we're going to actually get into some dog training uh, ourselves for clients and take our. You know, you've hunted behind our dogs and guides, and they're 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 as good as it gets. But we want we're we're our own self critic, and we want to take it to another level. And then we're going to have uh, we have different properties uh, to hunt and. A couple of the properties next year are going to be managed strictly for wild hunts. Um, for the quail hunter out there, we're going to take it back to just the way it was when I was a kid. You're going to go and you're going to hunt the farm that I hunted, actually, growing up, and you're going to get into um, wild cubbies of quail all day. It's going to be a really nice hunting experience. And then we have other areas that we're going to manage uh, for pheasants and wild pheasants and focus on that. Now, 
everywhere where we're at, there's a crossover. You're going to get into some quail and, and some pheasants on all properties. But there are certain properties that hold quail better than others, just like we were talking about duck hunting. And there's some properties that hold pheasants better. And we're going to really intensely manage those for, you know, a really cool experience where a guy next year uh, could come and hunt quail, uh, wild quail in the morning. And then he could say, hey, I want to go after uh, pheasants in the afternoon. Or we have another properties that are going to be good with both so it's going to be a really unique experience and you, you can get the south dakota uh, pheasant hunting experience and the southern georgia quail hunting experience you know done midwestern style in in one place behind championship i'm talking world-class dogs that have won world championships that are worth tens of thousands of dollars you're going to be hunting behind and guides that are as professional as you'll find Wow, you know, and and and, and you, you mentioned that, and, and you know, this kind of jumps off the subject a little bit, but uh, you know, I'm, I, right now I'm in the process of building a new shooting facility for the University of Tennessee, out east of Memphis. It's a, um, uh, a full shotgun facility that's actually tied to the to the new 4-H educational center for western Tennessee. Uh, it's over near Middleton, but that's not too far from Grand Junction, where. You know, as we speak, the, the the National Bird Dog Championship is going on. And, you know, I've been following some of that and seeing some videos that these guys are, are posting on social media. The, everybody's, you know, out riding around on a horse, having a having a big time chasing these dogs. And, you know, the, the crazy thing, these, these critters run miles and miles and miles. And, uh, you know, the, uh, for them to, 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 to get to a point is a big deal. You know, it really is, but these are, this is just, uh, you know, at Ames Plantation. It's wide open ground. But, you know, seeing that kind of stuff, Gary, and seeing those types of dogs uh, is something that, that most people have really never seen. Um, you know, and, and there's nothing better than a great bird dog or a great retriever. I mean, I'm, no, I'm 100% no, behind that. No, when you have a guy come in, yeah, we had some guys come in that hunted behind uh, these dogs that we're using now, and, and they're going to you know be better next year as we continue to, to develop the program. We have them here now, um, but we're going to have them morely available uh, come next fall. But when you set up breakfast the next morning after they've sat there and hunted for you know multiple days, and and all they talk about, and these guys have hunted South Dakota, they've hunted Georgia, they've hunted you know Nebraska, they've hunted all over the United States, and they just sit there and tell you that these are the best dogs they've ever hunted behind. Uh, and the conversation for an hour at breakfast is all about the quality of the dog and and the guide and the handler. Because if it wasn't for the guide and the handler, the dogs wouldn't be what they are. Um, that that tells you something right there. And we're wanting to take it back, Marty. Just kind of bring it full circle, like we talked about earlier. You know, we want to take it back to the way I hunted. You know, Uncle Charlie's farm or Uncle Wild's farm, and take it back to where the way we hunted 20 years ago. You know, hunting fence rows, hunting edges, field edges, hunting CRP fields, and making the experience like turning back the clock 25, 30 years or more. Well, that would be a, that would be a real pleasure. I can tell you that. Hey, listen, can I hold you over through this break? I've got just a few more questions that I want to ask. And uh, so sit tight, folks. Stay tuned. Wing and Clay Nation will be right back after these messages. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Think of the world. 
50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email. WingandClayRadio at gmail.com That's WingandClayRadio at gmail.com now, let's get back to this week's show. And back we are. At, hey, this final segment of the show brought to you by a couple of my really good friends. Uh, you know, we're talking about about chasing all kinds of stuff up in um, up in Illinois. But my good buddy, Jack Cassidy, down here in the low country of South Carolina, uh, has a little quail hunting place. Totally, totally different than, than, uh, than, than what we're talking about with Gary. Uh, WoodsidePlantationSC.com. Go take a look at that that place. It's a little, it's it's one of those steps back in time, if you will, and a really cool place. And also being brought to you by Clark's Plot Nutrients. Now this is a, a product that um, uh, is fairly new to the market, but I'm going to tell you something. If you plant food plots and you want to attract deer, turkey, birds, whatever, this stuff is magical. Right now, the best place to find out about them is on Facebook. Go to their Facebook page, facebook.com, ALF and Supply, and uh, find out a little bit about those products. Now, I'm here with Gary Harpole. Gary, we've got a couple of minutes to go. Uh, we have talked about a lot, my friend. I mean, this is you, you've provided a huge amount of information, and I greatly appreciate it. But what we haven't provided is a little bit about how to get in touch with you and and uh, and book a hunt. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how we do that? Well, there's two things you can do. You know, our website has lots of information. They can go there. They have uh, you know want to read more and look into it more. It's just it's hard. It's real simple. It's just heartlandlodge.com, and they can go to the website. Or you know, we'll be happy. There's always somebody here in the office. Usually, um, we're happy to talk to talk to them on the phone. I'd be happy to talk to them personally. They can ask for me if they want, and uh, they can call us. We have an 800 number. We had one of those when 
you know, they were a big deal back when I first started, and we've always kept it. And it's simple to remember. It's 800, and it's 717, and then it's HUNT, H-U-N-T, or 4868, which is ever simpler. So it's just 800-717-4868 or the word HUNT. And you've got a couple of Facebook sites, too, because, you know, it's not hunting season all the time, but the lodge is not dormant. I mean, you know, during the during the off season, you you make the lodge available to corporate groups and things like that. So, you know, a lot of these folks that are listening, you know, fall into that category as well. Yeah, you know, we have a hunting page I'd probably recommend for this side of it. We have, it's just the Facebook, Harpole's Heart and the Lodge, Hunting. Uh, and then we do a great job on our website of content and writing articles. And, in fact, I just thought of this now. It might be something cool for some of your listeners. We have a big promotion. We're giving away um, a three-night, two-day, I believe, or maybe it's four-night, three-day uh, upland package on our website. Uh, all you do is go to our website and enter and get a chance to win it for, for two people. Um, so it's something we've never done before. We decided to do it. We're going to be going to Pheasant Fest uh this year because it's in Illinois uh, up north of us. So we decided to put a promotion together and, 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 uh, and get some people to get somebody win a free hunt. So the Facebook is great. Um, the website's great. Or giving us a call or we have email. My email is simple to remember. It's Gary at heartlandlodge.com. I always enjoy visiting and emailing with people so they could email me as well. Well, Gary, listen, I cannot thank you enough, my friend, for, for being with us this week. I mean, what a, huge amount of info and, and good stuff. I mean, you know, and, and, and let's not forget, folks, we're talking ducks, upland, snow goose, deer hunting, if you want to do that. I mean, a lot of a lot of us are deer hunters, and everybody's you know, wants to, wants to see that big, gigantic buck walk in front of them. So, you know, uh, Harpo's Heartland Lodge offers all of that, and the other thing that they offer more than anything else is as an accommodating stay as you'll ever have. The food is great. The people are great. The lodging is great. It's a beautiful place. And uh, Gary, one more time, give me your website. It's heartlandlodge.com. All right, my friend. Thank you so much. And looking forward to seeing you down the road, Gary. Thank you again for being a part of the show. Thank you, Marty, so much for having me. God bless. Hey, folks, that's Gary Harpole, Harpole's Heartland Lodge. I'm going to tell you something. I've been there, and everything that we've talked about is the absolute truth. Now, I, I don't want that to sound wrong. I mean, Gary's not paying me to say that. And, you know, I, um, I can just tell you it's a quality, quality experience. So <clears throat> we've got a couple of minutes to go. I like to do a little segment called You Make the Shot. You know, I've been a professional shooting instructor for Oh, gosh, going on four decades. It's hard to believe that, but uh, but I have. And, you know, I get questions from time to time that people ask me, and, and sometimes it's just really elementary stuff, and I'm like, wow, you know, we should, you know, I would think everybody would know how to do that. But one of the things that, that really frustrates people sometimes is that they, they miss gun mounts. You know, they wonder why in the world am I having trouble hitting targets, hitting birds, and a lot of times it's the mechanics of the gun mount. Now, I've got on my um, uh, Wing and Clay Nation Facebook page, we've actually got a little video there that, that goes over, you know, the proper way to mount, a, to mount a, a shotgun, but I will tell you very quickly, it's, a, it's, it's not one hand, it's two hands. The hands actually work together. The eyes focus on the target, and 
with the front hand, you'd literally almost reach out and grab the target out of the sky. You know, you want to have what's called an insertion point. That is, you know, you want to place the muzzle in the right position relative to the bird or the target in flight. And, uh, <clears throat> and, and then you're just bringing your trigger hand up to your face as you're pushing the, your front hand out to the target. It's all a very smooth motion. It's just something you can practice at home, too. Get a safe gun. Make sure it's unloaded. Stand in front of a mirror. Uh, your, chin, your, your nose is your target. Start the muzzle of the gun under, underneath your chin. The stock of the gun under your armpit. And just push out and lift up all one motion. If you notice that the muzzle of the gun is moving up and down, erratically in some way and not just going straight and smoothly up to your nose, then one of your hands is outworking the other one. So, you know, it's it's honestly a really, really simple process, but it's something that you can work on. And I promise you, when you get out in the field or get out on a clay course, being able to mechanically move the gun is going to make a huge, huge difference. Now, we had... Uh, uh, in, in some previous shows, uh, I want to I want to tell you we had a uh, uh, a week or so ago we had um, uh, Dan Schindler on from uh, the Paragon School of Sporting. <clears throat> Dan and I talked for a good long while, but we didn't get into some of the things that we wanted to. So I'm I'm going to have Dan, you know, back on board here in a few weeks, and and uh, we'll try to finish up that interview. I've got uh, you know I had Wayne Morgan from Morgan Optical, and uh, thank you, f- uh, listeners, for you know, sending sending some questions in to, to ask Wayne. He answered those. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had Jack Homer from ESP, Electronic Shooters Protection, on board. And, uh, you know, Jack was answering some questions. We actually had a gentleman that, that tried to come on board through, uh, you know, through Skype, and we just couldn't get him on. But I, I, I can tell you that Jack gave that gentleman a phone call and, and um uh, got his question answered immediately after the show. So, folks, if you've got questions, don't hesitate. Go to wingandclayradio at gmail.com. Send me a question. But you know what? That's about it for the night. Unfortunately, we are out of time. And remember, wingandclayradio.com, facebook.com slash wingandclayradio, and on Twitter at wingclaynation. Folks, this is Marty Fisher. Shoot straight, be safe, and we'll see you next week on another Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. Thank you for listening to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. Please join Marty again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until next week's show, think safety first and good shooting. 